In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Um, so tomorrow is Pentecost Sunday, and uh, we'll do the readings for that. This is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, that proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me, and you also testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears, and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me, because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. It's the Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. So there's a couple things in here. Uh, when he's referring to the Holy Spirit, First thing is he refers to it as uh, the advocate, um, and uh, I guess Pentecost is when the Holy Spirit comes down, uh, and the disciples are um, empowered to and the, the, the Holy Spirit in a Christian's life. You know, comes multiple times, but in this case, it's to the main mission of the church, uh, just to um, spread the gospel. And, uh, but, um, so the advocate, my brother used to say that, you know, um, uh, the, Satan is, is the word for accuser and, uh, a, uh, advocate is like, uh, it's like a legal thing where, where, um, he's like, he's like our defense lawyer. <laughs> and so we got Satan accusing us of stuff. We got the Holy Spirit, um, you know, uh, being our defense, and uh, you know, I like thinking of it that way. Yeah, that, that that's a great analogy. And Timothy also, he tuned me into that. He, he was telling me some more. Satan's always going to be the accuser. You're going to be falsely accused, or or something's going to happen, or they're going to say this about you or that about you. Pay it no mind, because you have the advocate. Who is your defense lawyer? The Paraclete, too, I believe they, they refer to the, to the yeah. uh, Holy Spirit. Well, as that's advocate. what that word means, advocate. Advocate. Ad yeah, Paraclete, I think, mean, means advocate. Advocate, okay, yeah. And uh, I leaned on that, and I had this discussions with Father Gerlach, who was uh, uh, at the church deep with that. And, um, and you know, I said, Father, I said, you know, the advocate, he's our defender, he's supposed to plead for us. You know, I'm making all these wrong turns here. You know, what's, what's going on? And he said, "You gotta, you gotta pray and listen, and you gotta hear what, what is is, is going on, and um, you, you know because that that's very reassuring. If the Paraclete is supposed to help you, you know, give you some guidance and some wisdom and things like that, uh, and, and and so I often I often pondered on that, um, you know why you know well, you know why do you make wrong turns?" And maybe it's not even making wrong turns or, or you know doing anything intentional. It's just life. It's just what's coming down the pike at you, and whatever it is, don't worry about it. Just, 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 just keep living your life. Just keep moving, and the Paraclete will always be there to, to, to help you along, along with your um, your guardian angel, as we say, to light, to guard, to rule, to guide, and uh, those in tandem will. Uh, Will 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 are are there for you to help. So that's that that's kind of reassuring. But um, uh, you know, I, I often ask, uh, you know, why so many wrong turns, or or you know, why does it have to be this way? But 
that that's the way it is. And then Keith, my brother and friend here, says, "Don't worry about it. Don't you know? It's it's you, you know, and, and that's a great faith, just to say." Yep, I mean the big uh, tapestry. It's like it's like you know because I, I I get all worried, I get all intense, and Keith's right there saying, well, "Why? Well, you know why? There's there's just just." And that's very reassuring, and I don't hear that too much, or even see that, and that to me is a is is a, is a great sign of faith on your part. And uh, how how do you get to that, Keith? How how, how do you how, how do you do that? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Uh, um, you know what goes through your mind? I mean, how do you say that? I mean. You know, obviously, I, I might okay, be in distress well, or something. Well, and, and to, tie, to tie this, I'm going to tie it all, my answer also into the gospel. So another uh, term uh, that, that Jesus used was, he used advocate, but he also used the spirit of truth. And uh, so, so the, you know, the truth is that you don't have to worry about stuff. You know, that, that um, you know, God knows everything, you know, and, and even if bad stuff, even when the bad stuff happens, uh, like you know, the truth is that you know God's aware of it. It's part of His plan in some way. Not not, not that He wants it to happen, but that but that uh, you can be sure that good will come of it. And, uh, because is that tapestry. Yeah, and 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 that's the basis of of, of the faith. I feel like, or or the, when when I'm in those situations where I, I say, you know, don't worry about stuff. The thing is, it's easy to say that when you're not on the cross. You know, it's it's when you're on the cross that that. Um, you know, you want to scream out and be like, you know, uh, ah. yeah, um, but, but, uh, um, uh, but, so, and when I think of, you know, there's like, you know, so why did, so Jesus did, did take away our sins, uh, but, but I, I, I was reading this book recently and it was like, you know, he could have done it any, any way he wanted to, you know, he's God, he could have done, he could have taken our away our sins. Why did he choose to, uh, do it in such a way where uh, he he uh, suffered and, and died on the cross like that, and uh, you know I think one of the reasons it is, uh, you know, basically for those times like it's, it's super complex. Like sin itself just causes that causes the bad stuff to happen, but um, uh, but you can unite your suffering to, G to you know to Jesus in faith uh, that you know, with the Father. You know that that um, you can always know that you know, God knows exactly what's going on with you. Uh, um, Good, and that I don't mean to be a cop out or anything like that, but it's just like I'm starting to catch myself saying, "You know what, Jesus? Here you go. I don't know how to deal with this anymore. I'm doing the best I can. Whatever. Here it is." And 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 to me, that's that's like it, it gives me like a, a little bit of breathing room, saying. I just offered up. What do you think, John, about the Paraclete and the Holy Spirit? Um, you know, I was, the first thing that came to mind was the, and of course, in the Gospel, uh, it goes to the uh, Ascension uh, Thursday. So uh, the actual Pentecost um, is is um, written about. We're in the Acts of the Apostles reading, the first reading. So this is a uh, this is the mystical uh, foretelling. Or the mystical instruction about what um, <clears throat> what will happen on Pentecost Sunday. So, so the reading, the passage is not actually about Pentecost Sunday itself. It's about the um, the meaning of uh, the meaning of Pentecost Sunday and um, its uh, implications. Um, and so, some of the and the, the line that sticks out to me is that a lot of the things. Uh, a lot of the things, you know, you can't, you, things that you, I can't mention now because you can't bear to hear them. Uh, that probably has something to do with uh, what will happen, um, you know, when they preach the uh, gospel and all the terrible things that happen to, uh, you know, even the replacement apostle Matthias, all 11 apostles with the exception of, um, you know, St. John the Evangelist, who took care of uh, Blessed Virgin Mary and did not have to face uh, martyrdom. And then, you know, the, the reason there, the scripture scholar, you know, he returned to the foot of the cross, you know, with, like in the, the painting in church. And, um, you know, so, but the other ones, I guess, uh, 
they all had they all attained salvation, but they had to undergo great tri great trials. And uh, to, on, in order to do that, they would need the um, they would need the um, Holy Spirit to uh, be with them. And then you know, for people like in today's day and age, I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to say say prayer, say prayer to the uh, say a prayer to the Holy Spirit. You know, when you're uh, when you have a difficult choice to make or you have a problem that you have to deal with. Um, do we just add uh, that into? I don't do that often enough. I mean, I wish I did. I, but sometimes it just it slips my mind, or I don't. I'm too caught up in things to uh, to invoke the name of the uh, Holy Spirit. Because if just you do it, that? huh? Can we, can we just add that with God and Jesus and stuff, and just say, hey, the Trinity, just make the Holy Spirit too. Is that what proper way to do it, or? Um. Well, the Holy Spirit's another, it's, you know, God in three persons, so it's a separate person, and it's a mystery, it's a separate person, but it's, you know, there's an equivalence between the Holy Spirit and uh, God the Son, God the Father. There's a, an equivalence in a certain sense, although the, uh, the Father, uh, Father knows when the end of the world, end of time, will take place. So I guess on that, on that aspect, um, he's... Um, not superior, but just has the uh, has that fatherly uh, wisdom to yeah. determine when the world will finally um, the second coming of his son will take place. I think I've said this before that I um, uh, I, I'm he always hesitant to like try to determine when the Holy Spirit is like active, uh, but it's only like after it's act after things have happened. Then I look back at it. And I'm like a that's that that was the Holy Spirit working through there um, uh, yeah. but I think it's interesting I, I always think of like as a scientist like you kind of like boil down things to the truth and and uh, uh, you know it's, um, I think I had also previously mentioned that I used to have these bumper stickers that it said you know the first part said that the truth is sacred and the second part said the golden rule and uh, and you know, and so Jesus is the truth. He says that, and and and, and like you know, so if you love the truth, like sincerely, you, you love the truth, and you follow it as far as you can, it will lead you to 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 God. The thing is that um, there are certain things that you know our human faculties. We have limited senses, you know, and that you, you, so there's only so much you can use use with the, the physical senses to. To determine stuff eventually um that's why god revealed stuff but that he also i guess you know calls us to to, to faith you know because there's certain things you just have to um you know assent to um but uh it just says so he will he will guide you to all truth he will not speak on his own but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming Sometimes I don't know if this happens to you guys, um, but um, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you, well, what do you guys what do you guys think about that? Um, like, I don't know, do you guys ever feel like um, you, you get reminded of something at the right time, and then you're like, oh, I was, uh, maybe maybe that's the Holy Spirit working to to like remind you to do something I find it all the time like when, when I become lethargic or I'm not moving or I'm kind of crippled back there and I hurt I, I'm aching in pain just like when you saw me through the door and stuff me I, I really believe it's the paraclete that moves me it says get up Mark just move I don't care what you do just get up and do something get you get get moving uh, you know do something uh, uh, you, you know straighten up clean up Get some clean stuff, whatever. Uh, pack up some bags, stuff in bags, throw it out, do whatever. Um, I always, I often feel that that's the paraclete at work. Um, just, just looking out for you and just wanting the truth, want, want, wanting good stuff for you. And um, uh, you, you know, I, I often hear this too with people. You know, they have different. I think the the popular term now is like low grade depression or, or whatever with this pandemic and stuff and um you know th th different people talk about it and they said you know get up take a shower work out a little bit loosen up do something you know if, you, if you're going to work go if you're just gonna
take a walk in the park, go. If you're going to have a cup of coffee, go. If you're going to go be with your siblings or your mom or dad or, or you know, your cousins or you're talking to whoever, just, just, just go ahead and don't, uh, you know, draw the curtains and, uh, um, you, you know, be that way. So that's when I often, I often feel that that's it. That's a driving force. That that that's what gets me to, to um, just just propel myself to, to just just to um, just to stay alive. Just to you know move on. And you know, like uh, um, I guess I was just thinking about um, what also uh, what was it? about like testing the spirits also so it's like the spirit of truth you, in the same way like a science scientist tests uh and tests you know the f physical world to determine you know tr truths about it um uh there's like i guess there is there are ways to kind of like test invisible things like um uh, uh yeah, i don't know um, well I, and i do i i do feel that there are Harsh forces that push against this too. I, I really do feel that, yeah. you, you know, that, that that sometimes you're gripped by something or whatever you don't know. We really don't have to know what it is, but the Holy Spirit's always going to be there in truth to, to to help us through that. But I do feel that when you know things are happening or or something's like you know off the beam or it's like a, a t you know there's a there, there's 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 a force there or maybe. Evil spirit, there's something that's that's this that, that's harsh there. Um, it's 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 going to be the paraclete that's going to 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 push us through there, almost like a gauntlet, if you would. Yeah, there's somewhere else in the Gospels where uh, you know Jesus says that you know don't worry what you're going to say in front of people about that stuff. The Holy Spirit will will you know tell you what to say at that time. I. Have you felt like that sometimes? I'm a big believer in that yeah. because it's like, you know, I get called on the carpet on something like, oh, Mark, you got to do this or you didn't do this or you made a mistake or, oh, my gosh. And it's like, well, what am I going to say? And I often think of that, that I think it was a situation. I don't know if somebody was in jail or I don't know. Was it was it one of the one of the apostles were locked up or something? And it's like, don't worry when you go to the court or you go in front of the. I preach or something. I'm gonna let you know. I'm I'm gonna be there and help you say what you gotta say. Yeah. So I never, you know, I I, very, I basically took that to heart, and it's like I don't worry about what I'm I'm gonna say or do, whatever the situation is or or whatever I have to face. Yeah, I just remembered that. Um, uh when I came back to the church, and you hear this frequently, people will say that it's the Holy Spirit that, that works through other people to bring other people back to the church. And um, uh, and my brother uh, was like the, the main, one of the main people who helped bring me back to the church. And I, I specifically remember, um, like I was going through some weird, I was in a weird like mental headspace. Uh, and and I, I, so I quit my job and I came home. And I, and I was hanging out with my brother, and and I was, and and one of the things that convinced me uh, of the faith really was I, some of the stuff my brother was saying. It was like he knew exactly what to say, and, and there was no way he could have known. There was no way he could have known, and he just knew exactly what to say. And and, and I was like, whoa. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I definitely feel like that was the Holy Spirit working through my brother to. to and, I, and I'm amazed by that. And I know all the time that I've spent with him and stuff like that, and have heard the story, and it's it's pretty incredible what he did. It it, 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 it it Timothy, you know, step up with the rosaries, have what to pray. He look at a situation, and it's like, wow, where did that come from? And he has it. He has it. And and, and that's that's that's. Uh, that's, that's, that's so we're doing this evangelization uh, later. We're, we'll say a prayer to the Holy Spirit, but uh, that's what the whole point of the evangelization is. Is to it's supposed to be that the Holy Spirit works through you, because uh, uh, it's not like, um, uh, like, yeah. So it's like there's a bunch of other work that goes into 
into it. And so God's working in people's lives all over the place, you know, um, and, and their guardian angels and stuff. They're on the, working over time, giving people thoughts, making them think about things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping us on the ball. What do you think, John? Um, yeah, that's uh, that's one of the first steps to during uh, the guidelines to uh, say a very uh, heartfelt prayer to the Holy Spirit. You know, any kind of evangelization effort, and then to just be able to, uh, you know, to uh, meet the, meet the uh, people if they uh, come over to the uh, area, meet them where they are, which is a little bit of a worn out expression, but just meet them and just sort of um, be more of a listener than a uh, talker, and then uh, respond to uh, what they might say. Um, you know, there are a lot of people, um, a lot of people who are, uh, you know, there are the biggest religion in this country is Catholicism, so there are lots of people who are Catholic. They say they're Catholic, but they don't really practice, so, so the whole idea, uh, especially renewing things around Pentecost is to uh, get more, more and more Catholics back, back to um, living life where they, uh, where they, they're conscious of God. And especially conscious of the uh, Holy Spirit, God the Father's. You know He's not. Um, he's up. He can, he can be prayed to, but He's up in um, up in heaven, and that's where Jesus is. So the person, you know, the uh, well, He's He's present in, in the real, you know, in the Eucharist. But um, the uh, biggest manifestation of uh, God, you know, during daily life is uh, the Holy Spirit. So people have to, um, you know, it's basically, you know, you always start anew, so it's a good thing to uh, re remind yourself of that, and that's the whole idea behind this, I think, the St. Paul Street Evangelization. That's one of the major, major points that they want to uh, bring out. Yeah, and it's interesting, too. I was just rereading the... Uh... And Jesus says, he will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. Uh, that's also like the Holy Spirit, uh, um, you know, I guess, uh, I guess it's like a, it, it, it helps guide you to truth. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, but it's not like, you know, have like a, it's not like a fire hose or a mega megaphone where uh, you're uh, like the Holy Spirit, I, I think, um, it does work in that tapestry of life. It's like it's like you, you can start. It maybe like clues you into parts of the tapestry, or um, but uh, it doesn't create the tapestry. You know, I guess uh, kind of God, God the Father has done that. So it's important to uh, also remember that the um, and Pope Benedict sixteen has written about this that the. Um, Sort of like the uh, the um, interface between God, the Father, and God, the Son is the uh, Holy Spirit. The uh, one way of saying it's the that's the love between Father and Son, vice versa. So there's that aspect too, where the uh, Holy Spirit is almost like a uh, I don't want to say mediator, but um, just sort of has a unique understanding of uh, the Son and the Father. And, you know, the entire Trinity, you know, that's a big mystery. And uh, when you're explaining that to a child, you mention the, um, you know, the three-leaf clover, especially, you know, Irish. And then you mention the joints in the finger, you know, the three joints on um, the four, the, uh, yeah, the four uh, the fingers other than the thumb. You know, you have three joints, one finger, so there are simple ways of explaining it. The three-leaf clover, and uh, that's why I think that's typical, uh, four-leaf clover is more rare, and then you have the, um, and then more sophisticated way of saying it is, um, you know, uh, Catholic, you know, Catholics, um, you know, a lot of the Protestant faiths say Father God, you know, they don't really acknowledge Jesus too much, and, um, you know, in certain aspects, and, um, and uh, certain denominations emphasize the Holy Spirit maybe even too much. Um, they, they, they go a little bit, the Catholics, I think, have it in balance because it's just based on the, uh, the theology and the church fathers have developed 
And, uh, and then the, mo the modern um, interpretation of it is what anything Pope Benedict runs on, will write on, has written, and maybe will write in the future on the Holy Trinity is um, based on, uh, you know, great knowledge. But, um, but you know, the, the, like this Pentecost Sunday, for me, I want to try to, um, you know, it's got, not going to be probably, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, a Pentecost Sunday is, uh, it's important every single year to, uh, to almost renew your, uh, renew your faith on Pentecost Sunday. And um, I'd like to try to do that this year. Um, I think now with the pandemic breaking, I think for anybody who's like, you know, has the capacity to do so, there's no excuse for not going to, uh, you know, in-person mass, you know, the um, radio mass and the TV mass. Um, it's better to be there with, with an, another group of believers than to be there, to be there in person. It's more, it's the best uh, expression, manifestation of it. So that's important, I think. I'm going to try to do that from uh, beginning tomorrow and then try to carry that through and just... Uh, and one way to do that would be to make sure that Holy Spirit's involved, so um, to motivate you to uh, to do that. So uh, I guess last uh, Thursday, not this past Thursday, but the Thursday before was the Ascension, and then uh, uh, this is the Pentecost, and that, I think there was like nine days between them. And that's where that novena, the practice of novenas, come from. Is is uh, uh, that uh, between the time Jesus ascended and the time the Holy Spirit uh, was sent, uh, the the disciples just de devoted themselves to prayer during that time period, and so I guess somehow the church came came up with um, kind of mimicking that uh, for for important right. prayers. That's why Ascension Thursday is, in most cases, most dioceses, it's a holy day of obligation. In some, some dioceses where there's a shortage of priests, I think um, Ascension. Ascension Thursday is transferred to the, uh, to the Sunday before Pentecost. But day one is Easter, and then, you know, and then in 49, you know, you have to remember in the, Jew, you know, the Hebrew uh, tradition, and the ancient tradition even, you know, day one is Easter and day 50 no, it's not day 49, it's actually day 50, Pentecost Sunday. So beginning with day one, Easter Sunday, this year it was April, um, this year it was April um, 4. So that's uh, 27 days, including right, April 4 uh, plus Okay, uh, I wanted, I wanted to uh, and mention uh, or talk about this line. Um, and John talked about it earlier, the part where he says, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. And then he says how the Holy Spirit's going to uh, uh, guide you to all truth. Uh, um, I, uh, it's funny, so I think John correctly mentioned that it's in reference to uh, the disciples, um, you know, basically having to follow Jesus uh, to the cross and, you know, being crucified in the same way. And... And uh, there's definitely, a, um, like, St. Paul uh, kind of, like, uh, I feel like, was, was guided by the Holy Spirit, he, and he knew when he was going to have to suffer trials and things like that. But, but, um, but uh, whenever I read this line, and this is probably totally uh, kind of internal <laughs> to, to, to me and what goes on with me, but every time I read that, I'm like, uh, I think to myself, I'm like, yeah, he has much, uh, I have much more to tell you. I was like, yep. We're all being mind controlled. We were all, you know, it's like, you know, I feel like uh, uh, invisible spirits uh, cause us thoughts, and there's like good spirits, and there's also bad spirits. And, and, and like, if you just walk up to someone and, and you're like, yeah, everyone's kind of like, uh, and it's not actually mind control because you can, you can choose to embrace the thought or not. And uh, um, and so, but I, I have to call it mind control because that's like, Typically, what you would see in science fiction stuff, but if you go up to someone's like, "Yeah, everyone's been mind controlled," like they're like, "What? No way! You're crazy!" and stuff like that. But if you say, "Oh, you have thoughts," and you, where do your thoughts come from? And they're like, "Yeah, you're just thoughts, man." It's like, but I don't know. I, I feel like there's there's something about where thoughts come from that that's too much for people to understand right now. Yeah, and, and once you say that, what's your guys' take on you can't bear it now? Because to me that means, is that everything they've been through, that where they walk with Jesus, 
and then he was crucified, he died, and he was resurrected, and they were witness to all this. And then it says, well, you can't bear it now. What, what, what's he referring to there? Yeah, well, like I said, so uh, John was saying it's about their own crucifixions and, 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 and deaths. Um, and oh, if you think coming. about it, yeah, it's, okay. it's probably right. So this is, you know, a little bit more, uh, you know, so they've seen, uh, they, they saw Jesus die, and then they saw him come back. And so they're all like, good. And then he, he's going to be like, yeah, now you guys got to die. And, 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 and like, you know, they wouldn't be ready for it right then and stuff. Yeah. But, I, all, but, all, but also, it's like, you know, of, uh, and, and like Jesus, it's, it's like it's, they have to do it in the right way. You know, they bear witness to Jesus. And, and, um, uh, and so, like, you're going to love the people who kill you. That's basically. Oh, you know, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's that he's gonna love. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'd like to read what Pope Benedict XVI has to say about that passage, yeah. and I haven't read it, and I'm not, um, you know, I'm not aware. But he's probably written extensively on uh, on what his theory is about um, what exactly that means. Um, that's probably not available in this uh, session here, but uh, anything involving. Um, the Trinity and just the whole mystical part of it is uh, he's written a lot about it being a theologian so I'm sure that he has uh, a lot of good writings on that so um, but I think that um, <clears throat> pragmatically speaking the um, you know you have um, it's on the lead up to summer here. Summer unofficially begins on May 31st, eight days after Pentecost. So it's right, right away it's easy to get distracted away from, uh, from doing things for, uh, for your uh, families uh, or your individual uh, religious uh, benefit and then for others. So it's good to, um, I don't know, you have to remind yourself. It's even, even be good to write it on a piece of paper and just... Uh, have a little list in the morning and to uh, remind yourself of that that would be a helpful uh, thing other people it's in you know it's part of their being you know like people who are priests like my son um, you know that's how they start each day basically invoking one of the things they invoke the Holy Spirit and that carries that carries a lot of force for him and all the other people who are very religious throughout the day I'm not saying I don't you know, think he's better than anybody else just just a fact of life I was just uh, um because you know, what I was saying is probably a real, I don't know, it's definitely not church teaching, but that was just my own opinion on stuff. So I went and checked, and um, and this may be uh, what's going to be read next week. But um, uh, so after he says this, Jesus says, I have told you all this that your faith may not be shaken. They will expel you from the synagogues, and indeed the hour is coming when anyone who kills you will think he is doing a holy duty for God. They will do these things because they have never known either the Father or myself. But I have told you all this so that when the time comes for it, you may remember that I told you. But now I am going to the one who sent me. Um, yeah. That was, you know, the resurrection takes place, and then there were appearances, and then, um, you know, it wasn't like consistent 50 days, that, uh, or 40 days rather. That he was with them, and uh, and so they were. They were they, on a human level. They were. Um, they were uh, had trepidation about um, the fact that he was um, going to be lifted up. You know, go to go back to heaven, and then uh, it, they would be uh, up to them. Oh uh, yeah, and I'm getting this all wrong actually, because we were talking about um, we were talking about how Pentecost happens after the resurrection, but this speech by Jesus is before his death. The resurrection. This is actually this is actually part of like uh, during the Last Supper, where he's where he's telling them that the Spirit will, will come. But this this is even before his crucifixion. Um, so he's he's summing things up even before his crucifixion with that. Yeah, okay. and may, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So that's what, so I was saying earlier how they had seen him uh, him die and come back and were in a good mood. Uh, no, they yeah. hadn't seen that yet. They, they, they uh, that's even less likely that they would be able to be, uh, understand what was going on. Yeah, because I, I think no matter when that was read to him, in, in okay, it's, it's read to him even before, or, or like it, it, at the time of the Last Supper, 
it's going to be hard for anybody, especially them, to, to comprehend what, what he's really saying. You know, he, he says that, he quotes that, and then you start thinking, it's like, oh, am I getting this right? Am I, you know, how, what, how am I supposed to process this? So, so I think that plays into uh, a, a lot of our daily routines, too, is that, uh, you know, we, we, we process what we hear through the gospel, and uh, it is what it is. I mean, I, I, so, so uh, what I said earlier was wrong. I thought something that was not true. And, and, uh, and, and, and uh, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Imagine being so filled with the Holy Spirit that you, you never have thoughts that are not true. You only think true thoughts. I think that would be awesome. Because yeah. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of things that cause problems is people thinking things that aren't true. And, and, and uh, you know, so like I, I don't know. I Can wish, I give you an example of that real yeah, quick? Sure. I, I, I was with my cousins. And I, I was I was gonna give up fishing this week. I was I was gonna uh, not that I even have have much. I was gonna give it all away because he was it, my cousins were fishing, and they were on a lake, and you know they were catching some fish and there were tadpoles in the water, and you know there were other frogs and, and, and things around, and then he said, Mark, so we were fishing and all of a sudden we saw movement in the water and there were snakes and they were diving for these tadpoles and stuff like this and I said you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> You know, I have seen I have seen a snake on the water oh, yeah, in lakes, you know, and they move pretty fast. Yeah. And he says that, and then I right away called up my cousin Ray, and he said, "Wait a second. He said, "Are you sure it was a snake or was it eels? Because that particular lake, he's fished there many times, and they have freshwater eels, and apparently they're pretty good eating. They wrap around a pole sushi." So that gave me like a good feeling because I just pictured these snakes in the water and they're and and they're coming and if you're there they they could come right up on you and they're gonna bite you because that's just the analogy that I have with with any snake is it's 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 a basic threat that it's it's gonna cause you some kind of discomfort mm -hmm. and then after I thought that it's like yeah okay we have to go back and said are you sure that they were snakes you know and, and or, or or was it possibly an eel. Or, you know, what was it really not to, you know, sound the alarm and have people petrified that, you know, you, you, you got a pack of water snakes roaming through. And then, you know, to add on top of that, you know, down south, many of the, of the water snakes are, are poisonous, like in Louisiana and Mississippi and stuff. Not up here as much. Um, and as I say, I, I, I've seen snakes now and then on the water and they are moving you know pretty fast through the water and i wouldn't want to be around one um so 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 there you go there, there, there it was it, it was open for interpretation and yeah, that made me think of like people with uh, severe paranoia and stuff like that like that is them thinking something that's not true and then it and it's like debilitating yeah unfortunately with that you can't just say it's not true and then and it'll be like oh that's good because for, for some reason you just can't get through to them. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, and, 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 and that's one thing I have to give my cousins credit for is a lot of times they, they've always been able to take a step back and it's like, whoa, wait a second, don't, don't, don't let this thing get away from you that, you know, don't, don't, don't sweat the little stuff. Uh, just, you know, uh, you know, just, 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 you just keep living your life and don't read into something and, and, and think that all these, you know, bad thoughts are things. Because what, ha what, what happens too is, as I know, when I heard that, that loop just kept playing through and playing through. And what I had to do and what the psychologists have always told me to do and stuff, it's like, Mark, you have to break the lock. Like, if you're thinking something or whatever, and it's not, you know, it's, 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 Whatever it is that it that it's not uh, a good thing or whatever, you have to break that lock, and you just have to hear this, hear the gospel message, hear the truth, know the truth, know that the parable. Well, I was going to say also you. that uh, it's like the Holy Spirit works works through people and stuff. So it's like I feel like a lot of times when I'm thinking something that's not true, and like I've been thinking it for a while, usually it's it's someone else, it's someone else who 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 who. Uh, is able to like get through to, to me about stuff and 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 uh you know 
and, and you know, I guess the Holy Spirit also it's like what gives us life, or, or like you know it's like the the uh, um, when we say uh, when we, there's a, a prayer of the Holy Spirit that says, and you will renew the face of the earth, and and so it's like uh, I don't know like I, that. Um, Yeah, I guess it's kind of like uh, if you if we're, you're believing something that's not true, and then and, and, and the spirit of truth comes, it gives you new life. Yeah. I I I look I look to you guys, and when I hear you talking stuff, you know, often I feel that okay. Uh, let, 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 let let me hear what they have to say. As you said, the Holy Spirit working through other people, just you know, listen, listen like that. So, how about this part where Jesus says, uh, "Everything that the Father has is mine." For this reason, I told you, He will take from what is mine and declare it to you. So, I, I also think of that as being like the Holy Spirit working through people. It's like, you know, like, you know uh, uh, when He takes from what is is and declares to you. That's what I think of. It's like you know, usually God, and at least in in uh, almost all all the scriptures, it's like you know, uh, God likes to work through other people, likes to involve us in his uh, in his plans and stuff. Yeah, I think too. You hear that through father and son or mother or siblings or whatever. It's like, look, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this stuff, and it's ever here. You could use it. It's going to be yours anyway. You know, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's just tools to be used for what, what, whatever we're doing. And you're in on this too. I mean, you know, use it if you, if you want. You don't have to, but it's there for you. And, you know, never feel that you're alone. And, and I think that's another uh, important part of, of messages is that we're, we're not alone and uh, I, I always know that I can holler out and I know that usually Keith will be around somewhere John will be here or whatever you know you guys go about your way and stuff but eventually you, you know you'll be there so it's 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 not like you're orphaned or um, alone and I think you know when, when, if, if I don't think it's it's a it's a real good thing to you know be alone and and, and things like that is that you know you have family you have friends you have acquaintances whatever you want to call it you know you have fellow churchgoers or whatever um, or, or just people in general that um, you know, you know never, never never feel that you're going it alone Christ is there with us the advocate's there and uh, it, it it it's used to help us. And, 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 and that gives, gives you, you know, some more confidence in, in you know, the way I feel about it. So, I, I, don't, I don't know. But, um, uh, you know, I, I could only imagine what the apostles were feeling and going through and thinking when Jesus is talking to them about things and they're trying to process this and then things are actually happening in real time. You know, it's just... Because I feel bad for saying things that uh, probably were not orthodox and good. I'm going to read there, this. Uh, it's like from a homily uh, of, uh, of this reading. This is what a you know, priest says. Okay. So, um, in words that can hardly sustain the meaning he hoists upon them, Jesus teaches us about the very structure of God. A spirit can only speak what he hears from the Son, and everything the Son has, he has received from the Father. Each communicates the other. God is a total unity of persons, a community of love, of self-giving. Whatever one has, the others receive. There is no holding back, no hidden agendas, no manipulation. It's absolute generosity and unlimited self-donation. And just think, we are created in his image. We are meant to interact with one another with that same generosity. This was the new commandment that Christ gave us during the Last Supper, that we love one another as he loved us, which means to love as the Father loved him. 
we can't grasp completely the mystery of the Trinity, but we can enter into it by loving, and loving is better than grasping anyway. One of the Spirit's first jobs will be to vindicate Jesus, who was about to be wrongly condemned to death. In doing so, the Spirit will reveal to the world all throughout history the truth about sin, justice, who was in the right, and judgment. Through the enlightenment that comes at Pentecost, all will recognize that Jesus was not the sinner his accusers claimed him to be. Rather, their rejection of him will, show, will be shown up as the sin of disbelief. At the same time, it will become clear that all Jesus had said about himself and his mission was right, and the criticisms of his antagonists were wrong. Finally, in the epoch of the church, what seemed like Christ's defeat in the face of a false judgment will turn out to have been the definitive and lasting judgment that dethroned Satan. Idolatry and demonic possession will roll back as the church rolls forward. In the light of the Holy Spirit, the truth about Jesus will shine without interruption, exposing evil and pushing back injustice in every generation and every nation. When we renew our faith in the truth of Jesus, we make the light shine brighter and make reparation for those who still prefer darkness. Yeah, yeah that was a lot better than what I said. <laughs> name of the priest who have um, the homily for? This is, uh, his his name is uh, Father uh, John Bartunek. Well, I mean, uh, the like uh, uh, big th big thing is uh, Pente for Pentecost Sunday. It really emphasizes the Holy Spirit. So, um, it's uh, important um, for um, believers or those who have fallen away or want to renew their faith to uh, really try to um, understand. You know what's involved with the uh, what the Holy Spirit does, and then to uh, implement it. And this uh, thing this afternoon, um, first uh, <clears throat> um, meeting at the park, the uh, the street evangelization. That's a uh, a good um, attempt. It's a good uh, learning experience, and uh, should be uh, hopefully uh, produce. Um, you know some good things maybe not right at the time but uh, later on and um, you know you never know it's the uh, as, as uh, Aaron Rodgers like to say uh, the future is a uh, beautiful uh, mystery you know that's having to do with whether or not he stays with the uh, Green Bay Packers which is not very not a very important at all even though it's being talked about like nine nine million times a day but I just have to um, it's better more important to um, it's just good to, um, you know, to, to try. If you don't try, you don't find out how to, um, how things are going to turn out, and how you can improve upon. And uh, it's a learning process, and uh, it's something that you have to um, work at and practice. So, but I mean, you know, with with looking at the world, I mean, it, it is a good idea to uh, to bring the Holy Spirit and knowledge of God and God the Father, God the Son, into the world, I mean, in whatever form, um, in the proper form, but it's a good thing to do. And uh, it's important, just the way the world is these days, with it being so secular, and people caught up in different things, different things that they um, take away their time from uh, better things. So. <clears throat> it's all good. And... I think that we're, we're going to rally here, Keith, at, at a certain time, and hear your directions and instructions for what's the what's what do you think? Yep. All right, you want to wrap it up then? Uh, I'm 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 pretty good. Yeah, I think we covered a lot. Yeah. Um, I was going to make one other point. Um, the um. Oh yeah, the aspect of uh, confirmation. Um. You know that's that's taking place right now for young people. So, um, 
right around Pentecost Sunday, I believe, along with First Communion, along with the First uh, Communion reception and uh, confirmation. So uh, it would be good to um, pray for all young people who are, uh, you know, they, then they become adults and be aware of the uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit and how that can impact positively upon their lives. Uh, so that might come up this afternoon. Couple of opportunities for that, you know, and um, see what happens there. Um, but I think um, I'd like to, uh, yeah, I like I'd like to see uh, get access to writings by Pope Benedict XVI um, on this uh, topic, on this subject. It would be interesting to read because uh, he really ha he really has some very um, very tremendous knowledge in the way he develops his thoughts based on scripture and the meditation and just his overall IQ and intelligence. So, you know, anything that he wrote down or any, any encyclical he had was, was encyclical that he published was very, right up there amongst the very best. Um, I guess that was the last thing I wanted to say. So, wrap it up now, if you want. And I, th and I think, too, that, uh, John, we're, we're going to be going down to the canal to that, to that path. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I have switched from the park to down here. Huh? We're, we're going to go down. Uh, yeah, we're going to go to the Delaware uh, Canal. Okay, all right, I'll hear about that, that later. Okay. Is that by Blackrock? Yeah. 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 All right, so, so we'll, uh, yeah. yeah. All right, well, um, uh, so I guess uh, before we say our Father, I'll say that Holy Spirit prayer. Um, okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Uh, our Father, who art Lord in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.